pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate. And your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for coming out tonight. Tonight we're gonna play some songs. Dear 
But I dear CMT We were happy as can be Till you caved and bent the knee Good luck coming back from that Just tell us what were you thinking Fucking with the can we were drinking Trade all you want, you're still sinking down Fuck the life, fuck CMT Yeah, fuck Target and fuck Disney These hypocritical, woke liberals No, they're never gonna learn It seems they're calling me stupid Calling me dumb Driving this song to number one Should've known it by now Fuck around and find out You joke Go, go, bro Fuck Adidas, fuck Netflix too Fuck Starbucks, Barbie will be in the view Fuck Biden, Kamala, AOC Fuck Snuffleupagus down on Sesame Street Can't take it no more Give me Trump 2024 Sleepy Joe, don't let the door Hit your ass on the way out Fuck the life, fuck CMT Yeah, fuck Target and fuck Disney Hypocritical, woke liberals Know they're never gonna learn It seems they're calling me stupid Calling me dumb Driving this song to number one Should've known it by now Fuck around and find out you chose Go, go, bro The silent majority will tell you with the wallet We didn't beat up Jesse Smollett Fuck the life, fuck CMT Yeah, fuck Target and fuck Disney Damn all these miserable fucking liberals Know they're never gonna learn It seems they're calling me stupid Calling me dumb Driving this song to number one Should've known it by now Around and find out you chose Go, go, bro Fuck them all, fuck them all, fuck them all, fuck them all Go, go, bro Fuck them all, fuck them all, fuck them all, fuck them all Thank y'all so much, everybody Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mickey with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. Zelen. Hello, Patriots. Just, oh, let's turn down. Turn down. Well, you, you always turn down. When you turn down my headphones. Oh, well, I do. Right. Uh-huh. I don't blow out your headphones. Okay. Well. <laughs> turn them down, turn them back up, and you're done. It's not hard. All right. All right. How was your day, babe? It was good. Good. I made some antennas. I made some candied orange peels. You know. Yeah, but what do you do with the orange peel? You eat them. <laughs> candied orange peels? Oh, they're really good. All right, you know those like those gummy orange candies that are covered in sugar? No. You know what y'all know what I'm talking about? You mean like the puffy ones that are really chewy and mm-hmm. like that's oh. exactly what they taste like. Well, they're not that good. I don't mean I don't like those <laughs> anyway. So they're not that. They're not like, oh God. No, they're good. Yep, yep, yep. Make some fucking cookies, and then we can talk. I make cookies all the time, and you guys eat them in a day. Yes. A day. 
It's because they're good. <laughs> Don't tell the kids. <laughs> Bring them in here. Hide them from. I've, I've done that before. Yeah, well, then me and you eat them in a day. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the problem. Or in a show. <laughs> However, the candied orange pills take two days to dry, so we'll have to wait on them. There. You know, yeah. it's all good. So you'll have that on those long, big jobs. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Okie doke. How was your day? Boring. Boring. Yeah. Wow. Just work. Just normal work. day. Okay. Same old, same old. Nothing new. Mm -hmm. Except for Texas trying to start a civil war. Well, I, I'm trying to figure out, do we go down? Because now they're publicizing this February 3rd event in no. Texas. Um, Truckers for the Border, I guess, is putting it on. Um, I saw it this morning. I don't know. I kind of think that this might be like uh, one of these ones we go to. Well, then we'll have to choose between that and either the electric bill or the phone bill. Or both. Okay, I was looking at it. Just saying. You want lights, you want phone, or you want to go to Texas? Well, I want to report on it. That's what I want it. I gotcha. I want to see what happens. Put what you want in one hand, put shit in the other, see what fills up first. Or we got to get somebody down there. Yeah. Or one of our listeners. Gotta no, get, that's a different, yeah. Somebody we can get on the phone with because uh, I got a feeling, man, I just got a feeling. Something tells me, something tells me some stupidity is about to happen in Texas. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be in the form of this. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, but as you know, yesterday, we were talking about it yesterday. They said that Border Patrol can cut the wire. The yeah. federal, not this has got nothing to do with Eagle Pass and everything else. However, shit's been popping off at Eagle Pass. And when I say that shit's been popping off at Eagle Pass, like, National Guard soldiers have been threatened with up to three to five years in jail for standing in the way of the federal government. So that being said, shit's getting really sparky down in Texas, down in um, down along the border there. And I just I I have this feeling that. So regarding the SCOTUS ruling, Brian Cates actually had a different analysis of it because he set a motion aside and actually looked at what the federal government filed and looked at, and basically what they asked for. They asked for SCOTUS to uphold the precedent that the federal government controlled the border. Okay. Because mm -hmm. there is a precedent the federal government controls the border. Mm -hmm. What the AG in Texas or wherever Arizona needs to do, probably Texas though, is ask SCOTUS to review that precedent since the federal government has abdicated their responsibility for controlling the border. So we're getting all upset about how SCOTUS said no, but SCOTUS was asked if that precedent was still in effect, and since they have not been asked to review that precedent, 
Well, that's not. They said yes. Well, that's not what they they ruled on. What they ruled on is whether the federal government had the authority to come in and cut barbed wire down that was in the river, holding up the migrants from coming into Texas. Because that is what they ruled on. Because of precedent. No, not because of precedent. Because. The barbed wire has been there forever, and the federal government started cutting it away to make it easier for the fucking migrants to get into the country. It has nothing to do with precedent. It has everything to do with the fact that the federal government, under Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution, is required to uphold and defend Absolutely. our borders. Absolutely. The point is, is they're not doing it. But no one has asked SCOTUS to look at that. I, I, that I, that's my That point. is already being looked at. That is already being looked at because on the flip side of this is the part where that will be in front of SCOTUS here shortly is the part where Texas kicked the federal government out of Eagle Pass and the other place out of the park and said, get out of here. You're gone. We are going to handle this now. And Texas is dealing with it. The problem is, is what I'll get. Goes back to what I originally said about this. You got armed guys in Texas. You got armed guys in the federal government. When the two of them meet, it's never good. Let's travel back. Let's go back to 1862, the Battle of Bull Run. That was the last time that happened. That didn't end so well for the North. Matter of fact, the North got their fucking ass kicked. Matter of fact, People were on a hill watching that battle and rounds started impacting around them. Because the South was pissed. Hey, it happens. It does. Well, and they're pissed again. So here's the National Guard today. After the SCOTUS ruling came down, putting up new razor wire. Okay, there's no talking in this. Well, it's over anyway. Yeah. As long as they don't go around those containers, where they're putting that razor wire at is Mm -hmm. fine. Because understand what SCOTUS ruled on. SCOTUS ruled that the wire in the river could be cut. Not that wire. The, The wire leading at the top of the bank of the river. No, the wire in the river. Because remember, Texas went and they tried it first putting a wall out there. Yeah, like floating they, barges. They put the floating barges. And then the mm-hmm. federal government came and sued them and said, no, you can't do that. Then Texas went and sunk fucking um, Picatinny rails in the fucking ground in the, in the riverbed and then ran fucking wire down the fucking Picatinny rails. And that's what SCOTUS just ruled that they can cut that away. Can we do that in our pond for the gators? No, I don't think we have a problem with them anymore. Why? Well, first the ducks are in the water, the geese are back in both ponds. Yeah, but and the guy across the bank told me that he got the the female. Okay. We got the males, he got the female. He got the big bitch. Did he? Yeah. 
Well, okay then. So I don't think we have an issue with gators anymore for a while. Okay. I think that's why all the animals are a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. I didn't know that until the other day when I saw the other guy out there get in the wood. So. Gotcha. Yeah. All right then. There's lots of good shooters, lots of veterans in our neighborhood. So anyway, um, well, KJP. Dirty Moppet. Fucking A. Fashion Police, you want to comment before we get started? No, yeah, actually, I wanted, I, know you to get, I wanted to get into the Purple Nurple, but um, I figure I'll just let the Purple Nurple speak for herself. I mean, she does look like the great ape, but, I, but I'm not with, getting into with that. The, with, I, that brown, no. I, I, I'm, what? Is she trying to cause somebody to go into epileptic shock? It's I'm just, just wondering. It's terrible. It's a terrible combination. <laughs> it really is. I thought she, she was looks gay. like an eggplant. I thought she was gay. Shouldn't she have better fashion taste? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm done. I'm out of this conversation because I don't have any anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. True. I don't have the, the specifics on the, what the border security is going to do and how they're going to do it. Look, we are... Uh, certainly glad that the Supreme Court uh, made the decision to to uh, uh, vacate the injunction that prevented border security to actually do their jobs, to do humanitarian work, to actually in, uh, to actually uh, enforce laws, uh, and it got in the way. It and what uh, and what was put forward that what what uh, what uh, Texas was doing, the governor was doing, was actually ineffective, and that's something that we have to remember. It was ineffective. I don't have the the specific. Okay, well, let's talk about how ineffective Texas has been. Okay, at Eagle Pass, do you want to know what the migrant numbers are since Texas took over? Do you want to know what their numbers are that have come across the border? Hmm. Zero. Do you know how many migrants come to the Eagle Pass site? Zero. None. You want to know why? Because Texas is in charge. Because they know they're not going to get a free ride. Well, then, yeah, that's really ineffective. It's ineffective for the Biden campaign, exactly. absolutely, because they're not getting their people into town. Yes. They're not getting their... Think about where they sent people. Let's 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 start looking at where they're sending people. Have you guys looked? Not, not so much. Let's not look at what Texas is, where Texas is sending people. Let's look at where the federal government has sent people. You know, the midnight planes that arrive out of nowhere? Into like... New York, upstate New York, upstate New York, Red, Florida, Red in New York, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, they were landing them in Colorado, Iowa. They were fucking landing them in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming. A buddy of mine uh, lives out there. He said he saw migrants for like four days straight just walking off of planes. Where are they going to go? I mean, I guess Wyoming has the room for them, but they're going to fucking freeze. Hey, but what else is in Wyoming? What else is in South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana? What are in all those states? What do we have in all those states? Military bases and silos. Oh, we have a lot of silos. Lots yeah. of silos. Yeah. You tell me. I'm, I'm just asking the question because what I'm talking about is the federal government inserted certain numbers of people all over the place in the midnight plane rendezvous. So my question is why? They weren't where, all kids. And they weren't all kids. Why? Where? And when they went there, who were they met by? Mm -hmm. And why do we seem to keep losing these people once they come in our country? Mm. We lose them. Does the government lose them? 
That's a good question. That is the question. That is my question. That's the end question of everything. But let's get through the A okay. to Z part. All right. Well, um, here's uh, the, the take it up the rear admiral. <laughs> Why are you guys making it easier for people to enter the country illegally? I believe we are. Why do you think we are? Well, you guys sued to cut razor wire that was put in place by Texas officials. So that the Border Patrol could actually do their jobs. But keep going. Well, you won in court. So now what? The Border Patrol Union president is saying the Supreme Court's decision is going to undoubtedly encourage more illegal immigration. Do you guys know better than the Border Patrol Union? The Border Patrol needed access. And that's why we sued to get rid of that uh, razor wire so that they could do their jobs. And you know what would also help them do their jobs, Peter? more border patrol agents. There's an idea. And if you go back to the supplementary request that we put in, there's money in there for some 1,300 additional border patrol agents. We want to help them do their jobs. We want to give them more resources. And the answer we kept get, keep, keep getting back from House Republicans is no, no, no. Uh, oh. oh, my God. Uh, what are you talking about, Peter? We're doing a great job. We're getting in all these illegal immigrants into the country so that we bankrupt our economy and we kick out all blue collar workers out of the, the workforce completely, because, you know, that's what they're also after. They're also after our jobs because we ask for too much money because we out our time is is expensive. My time is expensive. Your time should be expensive. Mm hmm. But these migrants, they don't give a shit. They'll work for two, three bucks a day. They don't fucking care. That eliminates us from the workforce, folks. They don't have to pay insurance. They don't have to worry about all the other bullshit. Come on. Well, they're overwhelming the hospitals, remember. But this has been going around. You Just remember saying. we played that video of that terrorist at the border yesterday threatening you said yeah no, just didn't. listen, it's okay. not just Josh that's picked I, it up. I know, I know. Whole hold on, hold on. Have. Listen, listen, listen. Let's just pretend I've done this once or twice or six million times, okay? Until you got fingerprints, DNA, or blood, hair, or some other form of fucking confirmation. Facial recognition? That, no, because that can be altered these days. Okay, well, let's see what you guys think. <laughs> Supposedly we got him though in the No no he was released a year ago. Supposedly we we smoked him oh. in a strike that Obama did with a fucking predator drone. Supposedly, that's what was reported to us. However, what we found out was this cocksucker was just locked up and they just released him. Yeah, he's a pretty bad dude. Is it the same guy? Sure there's, looks like him. there's a possibility. Yes, it looks like him. But I've showed you pictures before of people that look like fucking Jeffrey Epstein. You're like, no. That's true. Looks like him. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, is this the same dude? 
Possibly. Is he in our country? Yep. Do we know where he is? Probably not. Does anybody else give a shit about Patriots? No. That's it. That's the only people who care. Mm-hmm. Nobody else cares. Everybody else wants to turn a blind eye like this isn't happening. What the fuck is with that? Why are so many Americans a bunch of pussies? Why is everybody want to turn? I was listening to these dipshits up in fucking New Hampshire. And yes, I'm calling you dipshits in New Hampshire because I'm sorry. If you're voting for Nikki Haley, what are you, retarded? I mean, seriously, folks. Well, she got six votes, but I don't know about anything else. I, did, 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 I, I'm, I cannot figure it out. She has got... You guys want to change. You guys want things to change, right? We want things to go where we can make things happen, where everything is the way we want it, right? We ain't never seen it under a fucking Democrat. And we ain't never seen it under a rhino. The only time we've ever seen it close to normal was under Trump. Hey, I'm just speaking truth here. We ain't. We never saw it under Bush. Bush started wars. Obama. Per- Precluded wars. Um, Liana, I heard a conspiracy theory the other day that corn pop is actually a reference to Bush Sr. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, listen, this voting for her is like voting for fucking George Bush Jr. Or George Bush himself. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. We're just perpetuating the cycle. You're voting for corn pop. Voting for Trump. Hey, give look, we can end this whole primary bullshit tonight. We really can. We can wipe this motherfucker clean right off the floor. If she loses tonight, three quarters of her donors have already said, we're pulling our money tonight if you do not win. She has to win New Hampshire, folks. She has no other game plan forward. We'll see. We shall see. She's not winning her own state. The own, her own governor backed Trump. Okay, well, we'll we'll get to that. We're still on the border here. Because, uh, you know, the borders are weighed in on the whole thing going on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> An unsustainable border, what they're calling a crisis. Why can't this be accomplished during this administration? Well, so there is no question that our immigration system is broken. And so much so that we, as the first bill that we offered after our inauguration was to fix the immigration system, which included what we must do to create a pathway for citizenship Mm -hmm. and to put the resources that are needed into the border. But sadly, people on the other side of the aisle have been playing politics with this issue. The solutions are at hand. And, you know, gone are the days, sadly, where a President Bush or John McCain understood that we should have a bipartisan approach to fixing this problem, which is a long-standing problem. But what are those solutions? The solutions includes putting resources at the border to do what we can to process people effectively and putting in place laws that actually allow for a meaningful, meaningful pathway to citizenship. Okay, first of all, I got a question. Okay, well, stop. Before you do that, bring that back up. Mm-hmm. That is the hangar. At Edwards Air uh, at Andrews Air Force Base in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me, see, the only place CNN could interview her was at the hangar at Andrews Air Force Base on fucking in D.C. That's it. They they couldn't come to the the White House. That is okay. So the vehicles back there are the extra limos that are 
transported with the president. The little plane back there. I'm, I'm, is, hold on. I'm, I'm okay. I got you. I'm you just leave there. it right there. It's, yeah. it's good. The little plane back there is the plane that is mostly likely used by uh, military members going overseas. I mean, like generals and shit that are going over for meetings, individual meetings. These are like four star generals, blah, 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 whatever. That's the type of plane they use. Those are the, those. I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's the only place they could meet her was the hangar at Edwards. And let me tell you something, the hangar, Andrews. the Andrews, the hangar there is not warm. I, I can't believe that was a very warm interview. I, I'm just wondering, this is crazy. That's the best they could do. Mine? But a meaningful pathway to citizenship is what the Democrats always fall back on. Processing more people and a meaningful pathway to citizenship. Give them well, citizenship so they'll vote for them. Let's talk about a meaningful pathway to citizenship. Do we have one in place right now? Yes. Can you do it? Absolutely. Plenty of people have done it. What seems to be the problem at the border? Well, the problem at the border is these people do not care about your fucking laws, you stupid bitch. We've been saying it, screaming it. You don't give a fuck about our laws. They don't give a fuck about yours. Period. That is the plain truth of it. Nobody wants to listen to that. Nobody wants to hear that. They're being criminals just by doing what they're doing. You're rewarding them with $5,000, a cell phone, and a plane ticket anywhere. How is that even... Oh, there's a court date attached to that. In seven fucking years. Yeah. You're not even going to know who they are in seven years. They've already skipped and come back across the border 23 different times. I. Well, Tucker went down to the border and he's he's putting out these Tucker shorts. So like. This is really like five minutes. Because they're five minutes instead of 45. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are our leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. Who lives here determines what the country's like. This country is changing faster than you may understand. Americans are being replaced. That's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. In August of 2023, illegal immigration outpaced American births, a brand new population. Last year alone, over 3 million people came here illegally just over our southern border. The media won't tell you it's happening, but if you look around, you can see it, and you can see it most clearly in our cities which are collapsing. We elect people to protect us. That's what politicians are paid to do. But they've done the opposite. They've sold us out and they've crushed what our ancestors built. Take a look at our cities. They're hellish and immigration is the reason. 
The city of Chicago was in tough shape even before Joe Biden opened the border. Now, parts of it are basically uninhabitable. Even the socialist mayor of Chicago says the city is breaking under the strain. Without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. The Illinois- Chicago's politicians may complain about illegal immigration in public, but in private, they're paying for it with your money. They're spending more on illegal aliens than on their own citizens. They're doing this secretly. They're hiding it from the public. Our team uncovered a shadow terminal, for example, inside Chicago O'Hare Airport. Hundreds of migrants were being hidden there secretly. Our team pulled up with cameras rolling. And at first, we didn't see much. The city erected a black tarp to hide what was going on. The motive was simple. They didn't want us to see it. And a third-party security group paid for with your tax dollars told us that was prohibited. We weren't allowed to see. What are you doing? I want to look inside. For what? For what? They weren't local or federal law enforcement, so we ignored them. They had no authority. They were rent-a-cops. Inside, our team found more than 100 beds on the floor. The smell was overpowering, repulsive. It was filthy. But it's not just airport terminals that have been given over to people who've come here illegally from the poorest countries in the world without permission, criminally, and yet being supported in every detail of their lives by taxpayers. No, even police stations in Chicago have been turned into refugee camps. This is new video never seen before of what's actually happening inside Chicago's police stations. Keep in mind, the people who work in those police stations are paid to protect you, but that's not what they're doing. They're running refugee camps for illegal aliens. As our cameramen approached the Chicago police precinct in the city's downtown to see what was happening inside, you see people come out, illegal aliens, shooting in the middle finger and yelling. They didn't hide their hostility. Many other illegals have been pushed into poorer, predominantly black neighborhoods on the south side. We went there. We spoke to someone who has lived on the south side of Chicago virtually his entire life. He's enraged by how the city has fallen apart under its sanctuary city policy. Andre Smith, CEO of Chicago Against Violence. I don't know the count, but I know that the readiness, the language of sanctuary city, state, and county should have had a plan, but it led to a massive destruction. I have seen almost the worst of the worst in Chicago, but seeing this migrant crisis was the most devastating thing that I ever seen. You live in America, the place you grew up, the place you'd like to see your children grow up in much the way that you did. But that won't be possible because of the single greatest sellout in our history. Hundreds of years of America eliminated by an invasion that our leaders made possible. You should know that. That was uh, pretty good, Tucker. That's uh, an eye-opener right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, resistance isn't going to work. Resistance is only part of it. I-, I know we can all just say no. We all don't want to talk about the other side of it. I know that. That's coming faster than you think. Here, this uh, congressman from Illinois has a different proposal. Oh, jeez. Oh, I do know that there's a lot of people that do care. 
and I, I think we live in a compassionate community. Um, so, you know, before we go down the road of, you know, doing what, you know, following suit on some of these other cities are taking action on, um, you know, my, my idea would be let's, let's find out, let's find out who's willing to help, you know? So, you know, we do hear from constituents on both sides of this. What are we going to do to preemptively stop this? And then we hear from people that tell us we should do more. So, you know, we do have a, a very affluent community, a lot of big homes. And um, what I'd like to do is direct staff to create a sign-up sheet. So, you know, for individuals that would be willing to house migrant families. Um, and if there's people that would do that, God bless them. Um, so if we could raise, raise awareness in that way, um, I think we need to find out. I think we need to find out who would be willing to house migrant families. And uh, so that, that would be my new business. I'm, I'd be looking for you know, support from, from the dais. Any questions, discussion, happy to have that. Hey, Fuckstick, I got a question for you. Why the fuck haven't you done it for your homeless veterans? Simple question. Yeah, that's a good question. Why haven't you done it for your homeless veterans? You did it. You want to do it for some fucking migrants. What about some people that fought for this fucking country, ass clown? How about some people that have done something that are actual citizens and not illegal? Hmm. Why don't you do that first, you fucking shithead? Well, douchebag. Oh, the illegals. People got big homes. Yeah, well, open your home, dickhead. Show me how. Put your fucking money where your mouth is, bitch. Sh open your fucking home. Matter of fact, make every other council member on that fucking city council open their homes too. Y'all motherfuckers live in those big ass brownstones. I think he initially started with them. Good, go for it. I want to see their. I want to see their one, fucking homes open. Every single one of them. Says, I don't want to. Nah, bear. Oh wow! Really? House. I well, I mean, I don't know, but I bet. Wouldn't surprise me. I bet. Fucking pieces of shit. I bet. Here. Oh yeah, you open your home. What? Why? Why don't you open yours? The fucking people bitch about the dumbest shit, and then. When they get their peckers slapped, they they cry about it. Like this. That's the ultimate game of you're touching me. <laughs> you're, uh, you're touching me. That last slide. You're touching me. You're touching me. <laughs> oh, wow. Good job, babe. I know. Well done. So, Although you could have you could have played this one, too. That would have been hysterical as well. Which one? This one? Yeah, that one. Have you seen? Oh, did you see this? <laughs> this is nuts, folks. This is freaking. This is epic. uh. Well, no, I mean, hey, look, firefighters got to do their job too, but, bro, that's a hell of a way to lose your fucking 
you're gonna get in some trouble, bro. Probably was on a B shift too. I'm I'm betting I'm betting money it was on a B shift. It's always on a B it's shift. It's always on a B shift. Oh. Guys, oh, come on. Why does it do that? I don't. So this is another version. This is another, so you can see what it hit. Because this thing is amazing. It didn't hit anything. Yeah, it didn't hit. It swiped oh. the car. Okay. Didn't hit the house, though. No, it missed the house, but it completely swiped the car. It's close to the house, though. <laughs> Damn. So, listen, that thing's probably got about... All right, you kill the sounder. That thing's That's got anywhere awesome. between five and eight hundred gallons worth of water in the back end of it. Okay, so it makes it very back end heavy to begin with. Plus, it's got air brakes, and I guarantee you the kid slammed on his brakes because he didn't know what he was doing and jerked that fucking wheel. And there goes the fucking ladder truck down the road. It's amazing that the fucking ladder truck did not fucking flip on its side. Holy shit! Um, it's lucky that nobody got killed. Like this one. This one, nature's a bitch. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, she's a cold hard bitch. See the truck in front? Yeah. Look how I got out alive out of that car anyway. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Boom. I didn't yeah. see anybody get out of that white car. No. Wow. She's a cold hard bitch. She, she don't like really you. Is. She don't like you. She's gonna get rid of you. Man, I used to be like driving down those some of those roads in Connecticut that were obviously just carved right out of the freaking side of the mountain. Like sometimes you'd be stuck in traffic and you'd look up and you'd be like, please don't fucking fall. <laughs> please don't fucking fall. Cause there's just these huge, like they look like giant loose boulders at the top. Rock right face. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, just please don't fall on me. <laughs> yeah. So Where was that? That was a, that, that didn't look like America. Um, don't back out of that. Yeah, yeah. Scroll up. I don't know. It doesn't say. Mm -hmm. well, no. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That was. This is here's here's another one. This is uh. Now this woman apparently had it in a medical incident. What do you think that medical incident? Exactly. Was? Your eye on this car drifting into oncoming traffic. The driver is unconscious. And amidst a selfish culture and so much terrible news, this is a reminder that good Samaritans still exist. The first helper waved her arms and ran into the intersection. I see her like this laying down, passing out, and I bang at the window and try to open the door, but I couldn't do it. So I tried to yell and wave my hands. Then, as the light changed, another good Samaritan ran over and a local army recruiter crossed the intersection, joining in from behind. When I heard her say she's unconscious, she's unconscious, that's when I was like, I have to do something. Soon, more people pitched in using their bodies to physically stop the car. Seconds later, the 911 call started coming into emergency dispatch. We have an elderly woman that is unconscious at the wheel. Um, we got about three or four people holding her car. Watch the person in the white shirt. 
The man just tried to smash open a window with his bare knuckles. It didn't work, and as he walked around the front wondering what to try next, the woman who was the first person on the scene, Jeanette Rivera, then frantically asks if anybody has a hammer or object they can use to break the window. Seconds later, another good Samaritan in green runs over with a weight and hands it to the guy in the purple shirt. The second try broke the glass. Without hesitation, that good Samaritan in the blue shirt decides to climb in over the shards of glass to open the other doors. He flips himself in, reportedly cutting himself in the process, and opens the passenger side door. Rivera then climbs in the passenger side and reaches over to open the driver's side door. Let's push the car over there, says the man. Over there. Eventually, the team of Good Samaritans pushed the car to the side of the road, lifted the driver out, Lori Rabier, and stayed with Rabier until an EMS crew arrived. I don't remember any of it. I just thank God for people like the people who helped me and the people who stopped. Lori Rabier said she suffered convulsions before stopping at the light. Doctors told her it might have been caused by a new medication and her fasting in preparation for a medical procedure. After watching the surveillance video and seeing the number of good Samaritans who stopped to help her, she says she remains speechless. I don't have words. I don't have actions. I have nothing to say how much I, I appreciate them. Local police say that when they saw the video, they were in tears. There's different people from different places, all coming together to uh, save this lady, putting themselves in harm's way. And I, I'm looking at that and, I, and I'm seeing angels. Angels indeed, and it goes beyond what the traffic surveillance camera recorded. Eyewitnesses said a United States Postal Service driver saw what was happening, got out of her vehicle, and began directing traffic to keep everybody safe. A week after this remarkable incident, all of the Good Samaritans and the woman who had been unconscious reunited in Boynton Beach. Royal Caribbean, which has an office nearby, donated week-long cruises and $2,000 gift cards to all the Good Samaritans and the driver, Lori Rabior. Each person involved said they acted without thinking simply because they saw the first woman, Jeanette Rivera, running across the street behind a car yelling, she's unconscious, she's unconscious. That first effort inspired others, who then inspired even more people to try and help. And within seconds, there was a group selflessly working together to try and save somebody's life. And the group could not have been more diverse. Black, white, Latino, male, female, working class, wealthy, unemployed. Leave it, it was the ultimate melting pot of strangers putting their own safety on the line just Leave it to fucking NBC to make it race-based. Leave it to fucking NBC, much of mother... Yeah, this is the point right here. Why? Why couldn't they just end it right there? Mm -hmm. All they had to say is, look, all these people came together to help this lady out. And look what happened. Hey, folks, get this. When you get a fire company on the scene, you know what you have? You got black. You got white. You got Puerto Rican. You got Mexican. You got Asian. You got Irish. You got gays. You, you got straight people. Never saw a training firefighter. Sorry. <laughs> Can't throw that group in there. But guess what? They all come together as a team every fucking day to put out fires. What is that's all that is is the difference between that and firefighters is 
Those people don't do that every day. But, you know, it just took that first lady to inspire the rest of them. Exactly. That was it. You know, it takes one person to start dancing and everybody else will start dancing. That's it. When our kid was graduating from eighth grade, which was in the midst of COVID in the first year, and they were all required to wear masks at school. And as they're walking up to take their pictures at the end of the year, their eighth grade graduation pictures, they all go up one at a time and they take the pictures and our name is toward the end of the alphabet. And every single one of those children walked up and took their pictures in a freaking mask. And Connor got up and I was like, don't, you, masks anyway, don't you so. dare put a mask on your face. And he just looked at me. He's like, okay. And he walked, he walked up, he got his diploma. He took his picture without a mask. And then you know what the rest of the kids did? Not a single one wore a mask. They all took the masks off their face and they took their eighth grade graduation pictures without a mask yep. because it just took the first one to inspire the rest. Still some good in this world. There still can be. But leave it to fucking NBC to make it about race. Of course. Of course. You know what pisses me off is that Carnival Cruise Lines gave them all $2,000 in a freaking cruise, cruise. And a free cruise. Yeah. Why? Should be just something you do every day. Why do we, why do we have to pay people to be good? There's a, there's a reason why the people that, you know, that staff sergeant, he didn't have to be on the fucking TV. He wanted to be. Because mm -hmm. you know what? When a reporter comes up and asks you anything, I get the fuck out of here. Every time that's my answer. I get the fuck out of here. Well, here, this is uh, this is great. Speaking of DEI. Here's an, a new... <laughs> DEI that should D-I-E. A, a nice, a nice, uh, a nice dyad for you. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder. Just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. Well... When I grow up, I guess that's where we go get a job from now on. <laughs> I like that red balloon. Hey, yep. Non woke yep. economy. I like that. I heard them. They didn't. I think they came on um, Union of the Unwanted maybe six or eight months ago. The guy that started Red Balloon as he was just starting it. So anyway, hmm. um, because I like that. Other you you might end up like this. <sighs> You're just trying to get my blood pressure. Up, I know. This is actually really funny.
that fucking dude hasn't figured out how to walk in platform else. shoes yet, <laughs> apparently. Yes, I said that fucking dude. <sighs> oh, Go ahead. Yeah. Cancel me, please. Oh, yeah. Cancel me hard. I like when I get canceled hard. Yeah. You know, I'm because I'm. I don't know if you want to. Really? You're going to play this? I am. I am. He kind of went woke. Yeah, I'm. I'm still on the fence. Or it kind of went woke. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a women's boxer now. Did you hear the good news? USA Boxing just announced that men can box in the women's division. <laughs> That's right. I can just punch women in the face now, and everyone's all right with it. Yeah. Well, not just any man can compete in the women's division. Only men who lack the mental stability to not understand what their actual gender is. Like me. Because if you're going to have men committing violence against women, I think mentally unstable men are the safest ones to do it. I've been boxing for 20 years now. I took it up when I was a kid. Oh, I should also tell you, I'm a woman now too. I took that up last week. USA Boxing says the purpose of this policy is to promote fairness and safety for all boxers. Thank you, USA Boxing. I do need more safety and fairness in my women's sporting endeavors. Yeah. It's true, though. They it did. Is. USA Boxing did say that, and yep. they did come out with that, and then USA Boxing went woke, and that's the scariest thing in the world. The scariest thing in the world is when the first chick dies. That's um, going to happen really soon. That's going to happen. Really Look, soon. It, it's got nothing to do with anything more than the physicality of the sport, folks. Yeah. It's, men hit harder than women. Yeah. Our bones are more dense. Yeah. Our bones don't break like yours do. When we punch you, it's going to hurt. And there's a good chance that somebody's going to get really fucked up when some tranny who's jacked up on fucking hormones punches some female in the face and kills her. If you do it wildly and you don't control it, you can really hurt somebody. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's next. Thank God it ain't never going to be in the UFC. I just... Because that, thank you, Dana. We appreciate it. We appreciate that you'll never go woke. That is fucking outstanding because you're my last refuge. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a fucking Star Wars episode. You're my last refuge. It's like X is our last refuge of free speech, and I can't even believe I'm saying that. That is fucking amazing in and of itself. Because it's still being throttled back. People are still being censored. People are. I was about to say, I still don't get any views whatsoever yeah. you're still ghost you're still seriously shadow banned yeah i got 5100 followers he hasn't he hasn't found I all get the, like 20 views the bots in there yet obviously not oh elon always be wary of any name that sounds like it could come out of a george orwell book okay. <laughs> that's never a good sign um and uh because it sounds like sure diversity equity inclusion these all sound like nice words but, but there, what, what it really means is discrimination on the basis of race, uh, sex, and um, sexual orientation. Always be wary of any. 
That's exactly what, what have we been, I've been saying it for years yep. now. Everything they say, do it backwards. Because if you do it backwards, it normally means that they're trying to be racist. They're trying to discriminate by sexuality. They're trying to discriminate by whatever they can find. Normally, that's how de Democrats do it. They just put everything back on its head. DEI might be awesome for them, but it really should DIE because what it does is single out individuals, especially if you don't conform. If you're a nonconformist and you refuse to follow the DEI rules, oh my God, you're like getting a blue star on the fucking checkboard. You're the guy that doesn't get employee of the month because you refuse to follow the DEI fucking requirements. I always got in trouble for my mouth. I asked a friend of mine who's still on active duty in the military said, if you were to look back at this last year and you were to equate how much time you spent on D DEI training, how much would you say that you did? 144 hours. That's how much our soldiers have wasted on D DEI training. 144 hours. Wow. Well, how does he know that? Because he's a commander and he knows exactly what each one of his soldiers have had to do over the course of the past last year. And he told me straight up 144 hours. That's how much we had to do to require it across the military. 144 hours for every basic soldier, sailor, airman, Marine, 144 hours required. Mm. That's what we're training on. We're not learning how to kill people better. It's a scary thought. Well, I mean, why would we need to learn how to kill people better? It's not like we're going to war or anything. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Moms for Liberty went on Joy Reid. And fuck it. Well, just let it speak Just listen. Itself. It's fucking awesome. This is what I'm asking is, what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book, like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't oh. appropriate for students to read? What, what is your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you mm -hmm. have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, no, no. no. no wait, We're talking on. about no, no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, and I'm going to answer it. Okay. Well, who is the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave me very specific information about this book. So you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. Um, hold on. The main, Who's the main character in the, the book? The main character is the author. Who's the, what's his name? George, I believe is his first because name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You the just remembered very specific joy. Things. Here's my We're question. talking about Here's my question. You didn't answer my no, no, question. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to answer Great. your question. Great. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, I, you, I'm interviewing you and you're not interviewing me. So let's just make sure it's a conversation. Okay. okay great. So what I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert in this book, I don't or have to hold be an expert no, 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 to know that those aren't one appropriate moment, for public school. I mean, this come on, let's book get real. is a full context story, as you said, of the author's experience. Why is it your right or a Moms for Liberty activist's right to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of this author, that they, the, why doesn't a liberal parent, for instance, or a parent of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to just have access to this book? Why is it your right to say they can't? So again, we're talking about incest, rape, and pedophilia. And well, each parent, no, 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 no. Each parent has to decide 
what is appropriate for their child to read. So I want you to answer. I'm going to ask you one more time. What is your right to tell a parent who wants their child who might feel seen by this story? Why don't they have the right? Why don't they have the right as a parent to say my child can have access to this book? If a child feels seen by this story, that means that they have been uh, the victim of a predator. That means that they have either been raped by a family member, they, they, they've experienced um, And your proof of that is what? You just said that What's the child feels seen by this story. You're now making assumptions. No, about Jewel, no, no. But if a Let child has a, been raped, we should do a lot better than put a book now on Now you're literally shelf. creating we a story behind a child that you don't know. Let me show you a form. This is a form that can be obtained in Broward County, Florida. Okay. I'm going to show it to the audience and then I'm going to show it to you. This is called Can the opt. Yeah, please, I'm okay, hand it to you. you so it's called the opt-out form. Okay. An opt-out form would allow any parent because you said you are in favor of parental rights. I am. It would allow any parent to opt out of their child being able to take books out of the library without their parents' permission. Okay. So that moms for liberty, why not advocate that every school in America have an opt-out form so that a parent who doesn't want their child to access a book like All Boys Aren't Blue, right. that they can make that choice because then each parent, including a liberal parent, a black parent, a parent who wants their child to read a book about African-American history, then we they want get all, their We want children to read books Why not just opt history, out so. for yourself rather than tell other parents what they can and cannot? First have of all, I think what you're talking about here is a wonderful step in the right direction. Um, we should be having conversations about this. This is about local control. Mm-hmm. A lot of these decisions are made at, made at the local school board level. Mm-hmm. And that's where these decisions should be made. And there should be vibrant conversations sure. about what's happening in our public schools and what kids have access to. Joy, however, mm-hmm. maybe we could just put all the books with all the graphic sexual content. The dildos, the rape. I'm sorry. Let's do I'm a, so sorry. Let's do excuse a back me, room. Excuse me. Let's excuse put a curtain up me. in the library First of like all, they used hold to on. do. One moment. One moment. Stores. Remember the when we were little moms and you go to the video store? The books that moms for and they liberty. put those books, the books that moms uh, for liberty with pornography the that, i know that you i i've seen, we could just do that i have seen library. tapes of does what moms for liberty does and you all go into school board meetings Joy, and you read graphic conversation no it's not there is a there's america Je- used to understand that there's beloved, something called age appropriate content uh, right and here's my we question again again movies. again again ruby bridges goes to school Joy Reid is an idiot. I think that's plainly apparent. A woman tried to talk to her. And I don't know why she wasted, she lasted as long as she did. I wouldn't have wasted my time with that. I would have said, bitch, shut the the fuck out of here. You antagonistic piece of shit. Please stop. Stop. Oh, why don't we, how about we, we had a standard in this country. We had a standard. Did we not? When I was a kid, there were books and magazines on shelves that had covers, slips over. Couldn't see them. Called them nudie mats. Mm-hmm. We always tried to get in our dad's stash. Remember that shit? There was a standard. It wasn't passed around in the fucking goddamn library at your local school. It was at your gas station. When you try to steal them, stick them up your shirt and run out the door with them. I remember it. You all did it. It wasn't now, at the library where you could go access it in the periodical section. The problem with the opt-out forms that Joy Reid was talking about. Okay. Let's think about this. You sign a form that says your child is not allowed to take any book out of the library without their parents' express permission. You know what happens on library day then? The kids that have opt-out forms on file, they all go to the library. They're not allowed to take out any books. 
Do you really think the librarian is going to call every single one of those parents at work during the day to ask if their child can take out this book or that book? Nope. The parents aren't giving a list of books that the kids aren't allowed to take out. They are given an opt-out form saying that your child cannot take any book out without the parent's express permission. So you're just eliminating a whole bunch of kids from taking books out of the library. Any book. Why don't you just take the pornographic books out of the library and then you don't have a problem? Look, we're talking about a public <laughs> library. We're, we're, you're no matter what you're talking about. When you talk about a public school, you're talking about a public library paid if, for by your taxes. If these books would not be on the shelf of a public fucking library, what the fuck are they doing in a school fucking library? Again, paid for by your taxes. Yep. <clears throat> no, 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 no. See, Joy, the point you're getting at is not a point that the rest of America has succumbed to. We are not okay with this. We are not okay with you indoctrinating our kids. We're tired of it. Matter of fact, you keep pushing, we're going to start pushing back. It gets worse. Your blood pressure is really about to, excuse me, about to go up. Great, babe. Thanks. I know. I'm trying to Second do Second heart, heart attack. I'm, Her fault. I'm trying to do this right before we smoke so that then he can calm down, but... Go ahead. This uh, student at the University of Wisconsin went and testified before their Congress. I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy, when or how far along that they are, when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. If I can't get abortion training here, if I can't perform abortions in my career, I will not stay in Wisconsin. And a lot of my colleagues who are on the same track agree. All right. Thank you. That'll do nothing to help our shortages. I think. If she can't kill a baby at full term, then she's not going to continue to practice medicine in Wisconsin. Okay. Bye-bye. Move to New York, bitch. Listen, you might actually be shocked by this. Um, I know this is going to surprise. Look, constitutionally speaking, um, there's no precedent for it. There shouldn't be. And that is up to the states individually. Personally speaking, um, yeah, I don't. I'm a pro-life activist. Uh, activist. I don't give a sh That bitch is dead to me when she said that. She's... She might as well. I, I don't understand what she's doing on this earth if her only job on this earth is to take life. If your job as a doctor is your only job is to take life, why do they call you a doctor? Because most doctors I know, their job is to procure life, to help life along. When you're sick, they make you better. They're supposed to. <laughs> most of them are just shitheads and they keep you sick, but most of them do the right thing and they get you better. Hmm. You're not much of a doctor if all you're doing is killing babies. You're pretty much a mass murderer. I mean, genocide, anybody? You talk about genocide all the time. Genocide, anybody? Killing a whole fucking generation of kids? Yeah. They're pushing, uh, now they're saying that pregnant women should get three COVID shots because it transfers immunity to the infant. I, I don't think anybody believes that anymore. 
I don't think there's an American that believes that the jabs work. I think we finally crested that plateau. I think more people in America will never go back and get another jab than the amount of women that are going to run out and get their third jab so they can transfer their fucking disease to their baby. Just saying. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we've won that one. Because the more and more I hear about it, they're starting to report on the news now. Yeah. You heard about this, right? Yeah. They are reporting on the news now. Get this. Jab-related deaths. They are starting to report it. Weird things happening with these jabberly. I just heard it on the local news this morning. As more people are investigating because of what's going on in Florida, because of what Lapido Lapido did in Florida, Mm -hmm. people are really starting to look at it. Yeah. And oh, well, we can't explain these. Why not? It's not COVID, but what is it? Oh, they don't want to say it's a vaccine. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Well, this was funny. So um, what's his name? Novak Djokovic. <laughs> Djokovic. This was hysterical. Listen at the very beginning. Four match points. Please. What did he say in the beginning? What? Listen, listen. I, I still can't understand what he's saying. What is he saying? He's saying hey, this heckler is yelling at him, get vaccinated, man. Oh. Listen, listen, listen. Full match. Get vaccinated. And then he serves and then he an ace fucking, and wins the match. Holy slam. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck you, dick. Fuck you. Watch this. Take your vaccine and shove it up your ass. That's fucking hysterical. Good job. Yeah. Pretty like much. That. Pretty much. Because uh, this is this is kind of this is what we've been warning y'all about for a long time, a long time. Because we're going to be waking up, uh, the vast majority of people that uh, have taken the shots are going to be going through um, a red pill moment not taking years, not taking even months or weeks. They'll be trying to absorb all this information in an extremely short period of time, and many of them will go ballistic. Uh, so I expect um, uh, in, uh, I expect frequent, irregular, episodic instances of chaos. But it'll be sort of an organized chaos in the sense that the people won't that, that go crazy won't be lashing out, most of them won't be lashing out at the society at large. They'll be going crazy and lashing out at, at their abusers, very specific individuals. So it wouldn't surprise me, for instance, to see many of the people that we now title the elite uh, be picked off one by one by one uh, and, and basically removed from this planet uh, by the actions of people that they have harmed uh, over these last two years that would be uh, unpredictable and non-stoppable. You need to stand back, okay? 
uh, people need to understand that there will be a section of the social order that is going to go crazy uh, uh, in anger, grief, uh, all of this, and there will be reactions, and it's best to not get yourself in the way of those reactions, especially if you're not like a law enforcement personnel kind of fellow that's trained in it, right? Because these will be very violent reactions to having been poisoned, and uh, some of them, I expect, will be spectacularly so uh, in terms of the violence of it. So um, it's not going to be wise to hang out around these elite guys. Not that it's wise at all anyway, but yeah, I could see that coming. I could see that coming, and I could see it happening in a whole lot of hospitals. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that people are going to go start shooting elites on the street. I think they're going to go start start with their doctor. going after the doctors and yep. nurses. and That's where it's going to start. So. McDonald's employees that jabbed them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I see that happening. I see, uh, no, I see elites. I see like the fo- that Anthony Fauci's of the world. Everybody that was standing out there saying, go get jabbed. Look, hey, no amnesty. Mm-hmm. We've been saying it from the beginning. No fucking amnesty. None. You don't get none. And as far as I'm concerned, there's no amnesty with this other shit either. My phone's over there. Isn't that a good thing? It's a five-minute warning anyway. Two minutes. Or a two-minute warning. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they knew. Well, they've known the whole time. They've known the whole They're the ones that did it to us. Listen. And in your delivery system, do you think there's going to be a way to actually target it to different tissues? So right now you've been talking about like getting it into the liver, but how do you, can we, can we actually restrict which tissues? It's going to be tricky. That's going to be tricky. Uh, People have been trying to target uh, these uh, lipid or any nanomedicine actually more specifically to where you want it, but then the cancer cells is an obvious choice uh, without any success over 40 years of trying, right? So, um, and that points out how difficult it is. Uh, you tend to raise an immune response or anything put on the outside. And you get aggregation. They're difficult to manage, but this goes on and on. Uh, I've worn out five graduate students on that project. Uh, the, uh, the last one refused to go on. If I unless I change your projects. Okay, I did that. Uh, <laughs> He's talking about lipid nanoparticles. Okay. So this is... Uh, Peter Cullis, the co-founder of Acutus, credited with inventing the LNP delivery system of the mRNA vaccines. That was in October of 2022, joking that he's worn out five graduate students trying to devise unsuccessfully a system in which the lipid nanoparticles can be used for targeted delivery. This was widely known before the first mRNA needle went into the very first arm that they would go everywhere in the body, including ovaries, testes, the brain, placenta, breast milk, All official New Zealand Ministry of Health and COVID response information still states that the Pfizer mRNA stays in the deltoid muscle and nowhere else. It's not true. It's never been true. We've known it's not true. Yep. Yep. We've known it's not true. Everything that we've been telling y'all is starting to come out now. Think about this real quick. Just think about this. Talk about Joe Biden's presidency. What, six months after he's elected? Fucking... Russia invades Ukraine. What else? What else is Joe good for? Oh, Israel, obviously. That was that's on him. That was during his presidency. Um, the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, the economy crashing. Um, 
interest interest rates going through the fucking absolute roof and the market let's not even get into that because that'll take us two hours tonight that's all on him mm-hmm. this uh what i just heard the other day friend of mine said oh hey by the way let's not forget about the housing bubble that's about to burst mm-hmm. oh yeah by the way you're about to see interest rates spike in the housing market. Just let you know. I mean, they're already spiked. Because, oh, it's going to get worse. We're talking 16 17% on mortgage rates. Yeah, we ain't moving. We got to drop Red Pill. Okay, we do. We do. It's right. that time. Red, Red Pill Project. Peace. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, 545 with the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out at 8 tomorrow morning for the good book. Yep. And love Liliana at 905 later. For the rest of you fuckers, you all know what time it is. Mm-hmm. You want to get high? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? No shit. Where's that bone at? It's over here. Of course it is. Because you gotta wait until I add Justin to the stream. It is his tribute after all. After all. He's gotta be here for it in spirit, since he can't be here in body, obviously. Hmm. Preserve diesel for time. Hmm. I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. <coughs> Never dealt with that shit, to be honest with you. I can ask Mark. He might know. I guess I could find out. I know there's a big difference between uh, JP8 and our diesel fuel. I don't know what the fucking difference is. It is some particulate that's in the fuel. I know that. I'd have to ask somebody. I don't know. That's a good question, though. That's if you have a working diesel engine, of course. Mm-hmm. See, the crazy part is, is that's another part I don't think most people realize is there's a lot of Americans that have a bunch of old cars anyway. They're, dude, they'll, they'll fucking drive those things into the ground. Why not? And there's a lot of Americans that trade up their car every two to five years or they did i was about to say they ain't doing it now no but most uh, very few people have cars before 1978 now old farm tractors farm trucks shit like that yeah that shit'll run forever those old 1920s like the one that we saw the other night with the shotgun mm-hmm. start dude those things those things are ancient but they'll run forever yeah, we saw like a shotgun start tractor where you had a load of shotgun shell into the uh, solenoid or into the cylinder, and it fires the cylinder, which causes the pistons to move, causes the engine to start. I was like, holy fucking shit, that's awesome. Hmm. Boom. Yep. All you need is primer and, uh, and powder for that. Give me a horse. <coughs> John, I think a lot of doctors are getting to that spot now. John says, I saw a video of a doctor apologizing for all the people and kids he jabbed who died and he was in tears.
I think is in deep poo. I think a lot of doctors that are coming to the realization, you know, it's not just the, the people that were injured, which I find it hysterical that the sheeple refer to the people that were injured as anti-vaxxers. Oh, well, you speak out against the jab because you're just an anti-vaxxer. No, motherfucker. They took like five vaccines and now they're injured. They're not anti-vaxxers. They're injured vaccine recipients. Totally different story. Totally different. They weren't anti-vaxxers. They went and got the vaccine. That's the problem. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, I think a lot of doctors, it's not just the patients and the, the loved ones left behind that are pissed off. It's the doctors because they took an oath and they've broken that oath. And they're starting to realize that they're fucked. Not just legally, but spiritually. Mentally. Good luck. Karma, I'm glad to hear that. Skip. Or my kid was, the little one was telling me the other day that he was telling me about these kids in his school, this pair of brothers that would buy candy at Costco and sell it on the sly in school. Cause the school runs like a little shop, but they sell candy, like a candy bar for like three bucks. No one fucking buys that shit. Kids can't afford that shit. So he'd sell candy bars, you know, for like $1.50 or whatever. He made bank. You know what he did with his money before someone else, other kids decided to try and do the same thing, but they weren't nearly as sneaky as this kid. And so they got busted and then they busted him out because they got busted because, you know, that's what kids do. That's what people do, actually. But uh, it's what rats do. Exactly. But the stitches kid, get stitches, bitches. This kid made like two grand selling candy in school just over the course of the school year. You know what he did with it? He bought gold and silver. <laughs> this 12 year old bought gold and silver with the two grand he made selling candy for $1.50 a bar to kids in school. Smart kid. Yeah, that's what I said. Kid's a fucking genius. And Liam said to me, he was like, I mean, I don't know if he's going to survive the apocalypse, but, and I was like, I mean, he, he might be one of the few kids in your school that actually does. I mean, we'll survive. That's he said to me. He's like, we'll survive. I was like, well, yeah, because we're prepping for it. We've been prepping for it. We will survive, but not too many others will. Sounds like this kid might though. 12 years old, he sees the writing on the wall. Hey, blood, gold, and silver. Dang. Yeah. That's some... Uh, he and Liam talk about what's coming. There are some kids that uh, have their eyes open. It's good. Oh, well trained. But this is... Um, where is it? Where'd it go? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you did with it. There's, there's one in... Uh, oh, maybe it's down here. Yeah, here. We're back to here. Okay. I mean, we, we tell you all the time how important it is to buy your, to, to grow your own food, right? Yeah. All the time. Yes. And here's why. Uh-oh. 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 This guy's not good. No, 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 no. This veterinarian who is the head of the World Health Organization is, is the expert on climate emissions. Uh-huh. Our food systems are harming the health of people and planet. 
Food systems contribute to over 30% of greenhouse gas emissions and account for almost one-third of the global burden of disease. Transforming food systems is therefore essential by shifting towards healthier, diversified, and more plant-based diets. If food systems delivered healthy diets for all, we could save 8 million lives per year. WHO is committed to supporting countries to develop and implement policies to improve diets and fight climate change. I'm therefore very pleased that over 130 countries have signed the COP28 UAE Declaration on Climate and Health. Together, we can protect and promote the health of both people and planet. Yeah. You know, the WHO convention is going on right now yeah. in Davos. So as soon as they start releasing some of their meetings, we'll have clips from that. But um, there's there's one more, though. Okay. This is scariness. This, this, if nothing else, could seriously start fucking World War Three. Okay. Or civil war here in the U.S. No, I think what Leanna said is probably going to start that. Yeah, maybe. Do you remember? Do you remember when we were joking when Trump was president? Just people in general, right? Whatever Trump said he liked, the left went after it Mm -hmm. and tried to ban it, Mm -hmm. right? And we were like, just please, Trump, don't say that you like coffee. Mm -hmm. Because then the left will ban it. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Trump said he liked coffee. Why? We'll be having our coffee before the session, and, and you raised the coffee example. I'd love just to give you the chance to expand on that. Basically, the coffee that we all drink um, emits between 15 and 20 tons of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that this is every time we drink coffee, we are basically putting CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, the other, and one of the reasons is because most of the coffee plantation, or most of the coffee is produced through monoculture, and, um, and, and monoculture is also affected by climate change. Um, the quality of these nature assets is uh, deteriorating quite rapidly. That will start World War III. I told you! That will 100 100- take coffee away from people that that will start you your... cannot take coffee no no you can't have our coffee no okay listen take coffee away from me is like uh throwing napalm on a bear not a good move not a good move i didn't even used to like coffee until i got pregnant the first time well technically the second time but and uh, and then I was so tired all the time and I was craving coffee and I wasn't allowed to have it because I was pregnant. And I was so pissed that as soon as I wasn't pregnant anymore, the first thing I did was have a cup of coffee. And I realized that I fucking hated it. So I loaded it up with like cream and sugar and chocolate. And then I loved it. And now don't take my fucking coffee away from me. I will kill you. <laughs> oh, shit. She's saying it now. Not me. I'm... This ain't me. <laughs> I now I'm up to like three cups of coffee a day, by the way. 
because I have, I used to just drink one in the morning and then one during the show, but now I drink one in the morning and then one during the good book and then one during the show. Because <laughs> I get up like two hours before the good book, so I need a cup of coffee. Anyway, I get a lot done though. I'm very productive. <laughs> no wonder I've been so productive. <laughs> Don't take my coffee away from me. I used to, when I, when I was at the hotel, I'd walk in every morning about 8 15. Cause I was always running a little late and, uh, I, I made my own coffee and I put it in a plastic or a paper travel cup because we had money then. And, uh, I'd walk in and I, I'd, I'd have my sip and I'd have a line of people at my door, right. As I'm walking into my office, unlocking it, whatnot, line of vendors, employees, people asking questions. Right. And the girl that worked across the hall from me would warn them, do not talk to her unless you have seen her take at least three sips of coffee. Don't even talk to her. Don't even acknowledge her. Don't look at her. Don't even say that you're there for her. Even though you are standing outside her office, just don't do it. I promise you it will not go well. Yeah. Don't take her coffee. Don't take my coffee. So, anyway, Real quick, go to the one. Also, there. don't take away football. Oh, it's too late for that. It's too late for huh? that. What are you talking about? What? Where do you know? Everybody knows this. Everybody knows, except for you, apparently. No, I know. I already know who's gonna. I already know who's going to the All Super Bowl. Right. Well, hey, if Baltimore you, and San Francisco. If you have any money and you want to bet on the Super Bowl, if you live in Vegas and it's illegal, then uh, here's who you should bet on. I don't do sports content, but everybody is screaming that the Super Bowl is going to be rigged. So this guy on TikTok, terrible source, I know, but follow me here. He noticed an advertisement on his television stating the musical lineup for the halftime show. But this advertisement said that the Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens versus the 49ers. Well, that raised his eyebrow, but he thought maybe it was just a typo. Until he started to notice other dinks, like the logo being purple and red. And a still shot from a Lay's potato chip commercial that's already been filmed where gold and red confetti is coming out of the bag. Let me tell you. Winning the Super Bowl is huge morale for a city. When New Orleans won the Super Bowl after Hurricane Katrina, it really helped with the attitude towards the rebuild. Well, what two cities are doing pretty shitty right now? San Francisco, Baltimore. And what city have they been working really hard to sweep the problems under the rug? Yeah, let me tell you folks, the winner of Super Bowl 58 is going to be the San Francisco 49ers because we're living in the fucking Truman Show. Hey, I, I agree with that guy. Why? What are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. I walked into work the other day and I said, y'all know who's going to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. It's the 49ers and the Ravens and the 49ers are going to win it. How do you know that? Because <clears throat> I already saw Actually, it matches the exact script that we saw back in September. Do you guys remember when I brought the script up? I said, see, we got the script for this year. It's going to be Baltimore and San Francisco in the Super Bowl, according to the script. We all said, nah, there's no way. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> Watch! Oh, man, it's going to be obvious this week. I actually am looking forward to watching both the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game because it's going to be obvious. You're going to see him ducking plays, missing hits, fucking dropping easy passes. Oh, my God, it's going to be epic.
and I'm just saying. Well, and I want to see Detroit win personally. I want to see Detroit. That's what I want to see. I want to see the underdog win. No, it's not going to happen. They're putting out ads about how good California is because they're trying to bump it up. Boost morale. Boost morale for, you know, when you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Listen. As your governor, I promise you, whatever challenges come our way, I will always lead the California way. You, uh... I say that's the California way. You guys are really awesome. Thank you so much. Based on compassion. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, they pay you to be homeless here. Common sense. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Telling the truth. Telling the truth. Treasuring our diversity. Use the fist to hit my... Telling the truth. Following science, protecting our planet. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Gavin Newsom, courage through crisis. As you're <laughs> Dude, that end part killed me. Courage through crisis. <laughs> What the fuck is you guys are a bunch of fruits and nuts out in California. Holy fucking shit. That mother that courage through crisis. Ooh, like like this fucking fruit. Oh my lord. Mm-hmm. No, but I I want to get to the, the story that Diana sent us. I want to. I want to hear it. I. I, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. We'll. We'll. We'll get to it. I promise. I promise. Before not, we get out tonight. Yes, we are not going to get through this whole folder. We. I. I just really want to play this because we're speaking about California, and here's some shifty shift for you. Americans, including Californians who are visiting other states. Thank you, Congressman. And that decision lie. would be dangerous, Mr. Garvey. Your yes, rebuttal. I think you've been censored for lying. You I was censured for mouth. standing up to and a corrupt this president. Is exactly what I'm the same talking about. Or trying to determine who we are by race or by color or by gender. They never listen. They have prearranged words to say. And by the way, I would not vote for a federal ban on abortion. Let's make that clear right now. Thank you, Mr. Garvey. All right, we're gonna. We're gonna I'm going to insist on answering. All right, just call a liar by Mr. Garvey. Okay, thirty. Mr. Seconds. Garvey, I was censured for standing up to a corrupt president, and you know something? I would do it all over again, because that corrupt president, that president who's been indicted with ninety-four felony, ninety-one felony counts, that president that you won't refuse to support. Yeah, he's a danger, and I will stand up. To him and Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and any of those MAGA enablers of his in the Congress. The reason why our democracy is in trouble is because folks don't have the courage to stand up when they need to. Okay, thank you very much. Sir? We're gonna keep we're gonna keep we're gonna keep let moving. Me, let me just heap that both my name. <laughs> All right. R- real quick. Sir, you lied to three hundred million people. You can't take that back. Okay, we're gonna keep moving. Uh, this is the sh- American sorry guys i know the audio is really low on that that was as loud as it would go i 
I checked it beforehand, but it, it's as loud as we can get it. But if you couldn't hear it, he said, sir, at the end of that, you sir, lied. you lied to 330 million people. You can't take that. You back. can't take that back. You can't take that. Um, back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. I hate when that comes back around, smacks you in the mouth. Yeah. Okay. So according to, um, so Liana sent me this earlier before, just before the show started, um, According to, you can bring it up on the screen. Yeah. It's at the bottom. Okay. I just figured we share the whole screen and it'll play the, it should play the audio if we play it through this. Right there. Yeah. See? So anyway, apparently uh, Carrie Lake went to some dinner or something a while back and with uh, where Jeff DeWitt apparently tried to bribe her um, to get out of politics. So yeah. here's the story. A newly leaked audio recording proves that Rhino, Arizona GOP chairman Jeff DeWitt, an agent of the Uniparty, asked Carrie Lake to take a pause and step aside from politics for two years while offering her a job on behalf of people from back east. So let's listen to this audio. You said it's, it's a, right there. Here it is. Okay. So what's going on? What is? Uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Oh, this is this is this is back east. They there are very powerful people. They want to keep you out. I know oh, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened. Th this is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't and don't go. You never know. I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you if you, if you say no, which is fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I know. They're gonna have try to have me murdered. <laughs> Not that either. He's world man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, man. I they said the cartel's operating in fifty states right now. Like all fifty. Mm -hmm. So. So what what what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell you what. I just say there are people calling around, saying, "Gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. If you say I got offered to buy out, don't, yeah, don't use it. Because then we lose our ability to get things done, other in the future. Here's this is my problem. Rather than just say, "Let's work with her. She's a great candidate," because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not about ownership. It's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But Just team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay opportunities. But I'm gonna tell you what I can offer you. But um, I said you can do whatever you want. It's a talking head, this and that. So the, the ask of me was it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was this has to sit between us. Is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her to keep her out? And I said, well, what do you want them to do? Whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not 
America First. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not, but at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win. I don't know that he can win. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people, it's not only about like control or agenda, it's just about the ability to raise money to win. You know? If you really want to know, all of politics, politics boils down to money, I think. Mm-hmm. And even on their end, like what makes them the most money? I know these all these consultants don't want their their payday day, and I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am not. If they're going to steal the election to make me and our our movement go away, I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona or to carry their torch and their voice. Or you don't go away, or you pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to to pause on this battlefield. You're not. What you can't scratch their back. It's not for you. Yeah. You don't have anything to offer them, and they're sitting around people that have something to offer them. You know what I mean? It's just it's. it's a it's a back scratching club. That's all DC is. It's a big mm-hmm. back scratching club. You're no you're in no position to scratch anybody's back, and you've already made it known that if you get there, you're not gonna scratch anybody's back. I don't scratch people's back. You know, I was I've been on the outs with a lot of people for a long time. I don't scratch my mm-hmm. you know? Where are we in two years if they steal the election again? Listen to what you're saying. Why don't we do something about it? What? So that we the people can pick our what can we do? I'm not willing to accept that. And I'm gonna be the biggest pain in these people's Go back and tell them that. I'm running, and I'm going to be the biggest pain in their And I'm willing to tell them that. And they're going to have to kill me to stop me. I know, I know. Look. And, and you don't have to tell them that, but I don't think they will. But nah, I think that's the way they are. Uh, Either they come around and try to work with me, or I'm what just going to... That would entail not telling... Layman's telling me you got to distance yourself from Trump. No, you distance yourself well, from DeSantis. He's, he's, he's all butthurt about this. But what I'm saying is, don't tell people that I'm with Trump. Okay, I want to work for I the betterment that. of Arizona. I'm I'm not going to let these people back in D.C. tell me not to run. I'm not going to pause for two years. The battle is now. But I'm offended by whoever these people are that they're trying to buy me out. Of- well, you should be honored. But I'm offended that there's people back there who just don't give a about our country. Do you understand that? You should be honored. That that <laughs> means they know how powerful you are. Well, I can tell them if that. If you were powerful, they wouldn't they wouldn't want to have this conversation. Yeah. Right? You should be very few people get this. I know. I'm just I'm pissed that they don't care more about our country. It's all about the mighty dollar to them. And that's offensive. I don't know. I honestly don't know. They want to get Trump so bad, they want him out that's so not bad. About Trump. This isn't about Trump. It's about you. It's not about Trump. It's not about Trump. Some people that are on this. uh, Listen, I can win. Why don't you go back and tell them that I can win? And why don't they get behind me? I just see see these things through a different lens. It's very personal to you. This was you. It was your name on the ballot. And I get that. And it's a very personal thing. 
Well, I have a um, appointment coming up and I have to work on my book. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna, I appreciate their concern. Is, just to say, is there a number at which? I can be bought. <laughs> what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. <laughs> no. 10 million, 20 million, 30, no, no, no. A billion, no. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is. I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone. I can't think of a single person in a federal race who lost Randy Minimum. I can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I'm not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. I, mean, I, I, I can win and they should words. get behind me. I would, I would happily say those words. Yeah. Do you think my words will carry any weight? Okay, well, did you think you would come in here and that I would be bought? <laughs> it's not being bought. Yes, it is. It's, I think. What it I is think. being bought. No. They, they are trying to buy me out of running. What and I it's, it's actually, I mean, all right, I'm flattered. It's, I'm offended. I'm offended what for think, our country. What we have people this, like this who live here. What I think is this, is it can give you an incredible opportunity to have a bigger voice to fight for stuff than you currently do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with people like this. These people are un-American, and I, I think they're unethical, and I would be absolutely immoral if I did that. Again. That's immoral. I couldn't, I couldn't, look, at my, I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror if I, you know. It's just, it's very powerful people that are willing to, they really want, someone different they want new names whatever it is so they want jim layman that's a new name no actually that's not even that, that's a possibility but they're even asking me like, i i know they they've got all these new names and i'm going to beat each and every one of them sorry jeff take it back take it back to them oh i gotta i gotta get working i, know I love you but i gotta get working all right i appreciate it, it i mean i'm just can't believe this hey hey again be honored instead of them just look Instead of just them working to beat you, they're trying to like they're. You know, they're, they're this is about getting Trump out. Nah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's about DeSantis getting DeSantis in. Getting DeSantis is, is getting Trump it's not, out. You're, you're reading too deep into it. Well, let's see what happens. Maybe my case will go through. Maybe they'll do the right thing. I do too. That's my first goal. Yeah. But they can't have me in the governor's office because then we're going to root out some of this corruption. But again, it's like you know what it is? The people don't get to choose their elected officials unless they're pre-approved by the swamp. And the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help I think you, you should go public with this and then no, say, hey, no, 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 no. these people don't want to, they don't want their... And then I turn my key in my car and I go... <laughs> I, know. I like my car. <laughs> Tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that they don't tell anybody that we had this conversation. I'm offended that they um, don't care about our country more. I actually wish you'd just give me a counteroffer this big. 
Give me a counter. I can't. I can't be bought. Come on. I can't. All right, I'll do it. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Going to say this once and one time only. For all of those fucking people, for everybody that says, you have no proof that there's a deep state. I just fucking showed you. That is proof enough. Mm-hmm. Two wings of the same bird, people. Mm-hmm. Happens to Republicans the same way it happens to liberals. Same way. No fucking different. Go ahead and tell me that there is not an elite class running this country right now. Please say it and then go back and listen to the audio you just heard. Forget the buying part. They didn't care about money. It wasn't about money. A lot of you asked, you heard it. What's to come in two years? Why a two-year pause? This was recorded in March of last year. It just came, made it public. She just made it public today, I guess. So what's coming in two years? Or in a year now. Correct. What's coming in a year now? Because now it'll be November. I'm just saying, folks. Tell me that there's not. There's more proof coming out and Carrie Lake got him right on fucking camera or on video, audio, talking about it. She was being propositioned. The guy, she said 20, 30 million. The guy obviously said, yeah, whatever. A billion? No. No. I'm just saying, how is there not, how is that not proof Hard evidence that there is a deep state, there is a swamp, there is a group of people that control everything in D.C. And it's not the fucking president. The president's just a figurehead that they can lay the blame at somebody's feet. That's it. He was going hard there, too. Yeah, he was pushing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, and just give me a counter offer. This was after, I wonder if this is when she like stopped doing all the, remember she had that little pause Mm -hmm. where she said she was taking a break. I wonder Mm -hmm. if this was before or after that. Because she kind of dipped away from the cameras for a while and you didn't hear much about her because her court case, there was still pending shit and this, that, and the other thing. And then when her court case kind of got thrown out, it was like, she disappeared for a while. And then all of a sudden she started reappearing here and there. Yeah. And she waited until the sanctimonious dropped out before she released it. Weird. Huh. Interesting. Maybe she couldn't come to an agreement with them. Or they failed to make their first payment. You never know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, they're paying Brian Kemp. Oh, but he was in Davos. He collected all his payments and everything else. Check this out, though. Fuck. How any Republican could vote for Kemp. He ruined our party, that guy. And the reason we lost, and the reason we lost the Senate election had nothing to do with Trump. It's the cheating he allowed in the Senate election. Absolutely. And And the deal that made it possible is the deal 
that Rassenberger and uh, Kemp made with the Democrats and with Dominion, which, uh, by the way, uh, Kemp's uh, chief of staff now works for Dominion. What about in Georgia? Were there any pre-election challenges? Did you see some of this trouble coming? I offered the assistance of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation uh, that are the most professional law enforcement people, I believe, in the country. Uh, a strong group, the, the leader I've known a long time. I appointed him. And they spent the next seven months covering it up. And then it becomes sort of a feeding festival around Kemp's cronies to silence us. Quit being distracted by these things. I mean, we'd literally have to save the country. How any Republican could vote for Kemp, he ruined our party, that guy. But our goal is to move forward with a new voting system by 2020, and uh, I believe we'll be able to do that. Earlier today, Secretary Raffensperger presented the certified results of the 2020 general election to my office. State law now requires the governor's office to formalize the certification. Tell me about the state's experience and history with Dominion. As soon as I was elected, we entered into negotiations, signed a contract with Dominion Voting Systems for a statewide contract. Uh, Kemp's uh, chief of staff now works for Dominion. <laughs> so that's how they got the job. Uh, both of them, they're number one and number two in the nation for voting systems. I did an interview a few weeks ago with Chris Krebs, who you may know or may have actually met. Christopher Krebs called the 2020 vote the most secure in American history. Virtually every time he said, look at Georgia. Look at the Senate. You wouldn't have had Judge Jackson. You wouldn't have had all this debacle on the southern border. Look at everything it's been to destroy our country. And that is on Kemp, that is on Raffensperger, and that is on Carr. Look at the destruction in this country that came out of Georgia. Kemp's uh, chief of staff now works for <laughs> He ruined our party, that guy. The systems used in the 2020 election performed as expected. Yeah. Nothing will surprise me anymore. No, I, they, we, we all, we all said that there was an issue in Georgia. Liana said there was an issue. Everybody that voted in Georgia said that there was a fucking issue in Georgia. We all knew it. How did Chris Carr, how did Brian Kemp, how did all the people that would have gone to jail for the rest of their lives for all the cheating that was done in Georgia, how did they all get reelected so they can continue to cover it up? I'm just asking. The, the odds are like ridiculous. They're, they're astronomical. But Yet it happened right here in Georgia with almost 85% vote tallies, which doesn't happen. Doesn't, has never happened. In doesn't history. happen. And Candace got exactly 5% of Kemp's vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But this was interesting. This, uh, you know, there's a, you know, there's a Democrat running against Joe Biden for president, yeah. right? Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, the Democrats are like, no one's allowed to run against Joe Biden. Yeah. So but he's running against him and Joe Biden's not in New Hampshire. Correct. Yet Dean Phillips is on the ballot in New Hampshire. Correct. His name's the only one on the ballot in New Hampshire. And normally if you win New Hampshire, New Hampshire's a big state to win. You win it. There's New Hampshire's always been the springboard for the big changes in the country. If you mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah. 
in history, a lot of campaigns that would have never made it, uh, for instance, um, Garfield. Garfield was never even close to being poised to ever win in a fucking presidential election. He went and won New Hampshire. He won New Hampshire, and his his whole campaign changed that day. He won New Hampshire. He won every state after that, every campaign, every other one after that he won. He lost Iowa like a big dog. Well, this guy, well, I'll let him tell you, Dean Phillips. We have a crisis of participation. I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. We have a crisis of participation. Yeah, your party is completely delusional right now. He does get it, though. Mm -hmm. He gets it on more than that, too. He actually speaks like a classic Democrat. He does not speak like the left wing of today. He speaks more about like what Joe Biden probably did. Sensible government, not retarded government. Just they're a little bit more open with their wallets than I like and you all like. Conservatives are supposed to save money, not spend it. Yet every conservative that we've had in office for the last fucking 40 plus years has fucking spent more money than anybody else has. To include Trump. If there's a failure there on Trump, I'll give you that one. That would be one of his failures other than the jab. Other than the jab, that was one of his failures. He, he, he spent more money than any other president. Mm -hmm. So I, you can't say that he didn't. Don't get me wrong. He made life a lot better for us. He still spent the money, though. And I know it wasn't easy for him. I get it. I get it. I know I lived it. I was there with you all. I get all of that. But I, I still got to hold the guy accountable. There's no reason why we can't. There's no right. There's no reason why we can't see these things. But yes, this is very, very important. I was hoping this would download and I could upload no. it to the computer, but it's going to it's taking too long. So we'll have to play it through here, which is really annoying. Yeah, I know. Because we got to now wait until mm -hmm. it's a short clip. So you might want to watch it. As a matter of fact, I think it just restarted. Mm. Well, you watch it. I, I I can't get over there fast enough. It just restarted again. It's you, close enough. You guys can probably hear that. I don't know. I, I don't okay. know. It's that's almost to the end of it. So okay. we'll, we'll let it play through. Um, I mean, it would be a total game changer, Rich. It would be a total game changer. So All this, right. this came out, uh, I guess, yesterday on her show. Mm -hmm. They got dropped today. Check this go. out. The New York Post through Cindy Adams reporting today. There is a plan to replace Joe Biden 
with Michelle Obama. What she says is reportedly, I'm being told, that Obama has pulled donors, this is Barack Obama, for, uh, for his wife, and that the plan is around May, Joe Biden announces he's not running. This will uh, that allow the uh, August convention for Michelle to get nominated at the August convention, that they don't want to do it any earlier than May because it would make uh, Joe Biden a lame duck. But sometime between May and August, Mrs. Obama will become the nominee, that she will be subbed in. I can't imagine an answer from top Democratic donors to that question other than, we feel great about that. <laughs> please, please have her do that. Um, I mean, it would be a total game changer, Rich. It would be a total game changer. Megyn Kelly almost sounds too happy about that. She wants that. to suck Big Mike's dick. So, Big Mike! Seriously. Uh, tag, Big Mike's in the game. Coming in, bringing in the, bringing in the righty. Let's go with the baby's arm. Bringing in the righty with the baby's arm to win the day. Remember, folks, she's, it's got a cock. I told you this was going to happen. And like I, I didn't see the writing on the wall, I didn't call this one, but here comes Big Mike from left field with a 22-inch long. See, I, you think people are going to fall for it, though? Yep. Yep, because you know what they're going to say? Trans fucking whatever woman of color um, that lied to the country about her two kids and being married to Barack Obama. I, I don't know. I think people are maybe hurting too bad in the economy to want to go back. Like I, I, I don't know. Like listen, I don't know. Although I, I kind of like this woman's attitude, but um, it's scary at the same point. You want to know a real thing I've been doing lately to deal with poverty? <laughs> I, uh, I've been trying to remind myself that like, uh, when I have basically no food, like right now before payday in a couple of days, um, I try to remind myself that like, if my ancestors had the food that I had right now, they'd be like, damn, you got pistachios, <laughs> you got a bag of macadamia nuts, like, fuck. You got you got some potatoes. They're frozen. All you got you got access to heat them up. You're living a life of luxury. <laughs> That's what I keep trying to remind myself. Oh, you got you got coffee that you can make in however long it takes to heat up this pot, and it's been multiple cups hence this this stain. Wow, you got access to sugar, and it's just in an irritate container. Damn. <laughs> That's what I keep. Oh, you got water in a bottle and you got enough to last you until you need more? Damn. Hey, good point. I mean, true. I mean, think about it. You, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was for some of the kids these days, but for us folks, it wasn't that long ago. I remember my grandfather telling me about electricity and when they got electricity at their house. I remember that shit. That's that's like ingrained in my memory. It was me part of me being a kid. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, mm. out in the country, the country didn't have the power that all the cities had. It took them a while to get it. 
I mean, I'm talking well into the 50s before some of those towns got lit up. Yeah. But when they finally did, it was like a, a different world for them. Think about it. How would that change your life? You went from one day relying on your fireplace, having all your windows open and everything else, to the next day, now you have electricity. You get sick from the radiation or from the frequency. I just, you know, I, I, I'm Honestly. just... I'm just saying, I, I, I remember the days. I remember my grandfather telling me that story. And then they take the lead out of paint that blocks the EMF frequencies from coming into your house. <laughs> no shit. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I forgot about that one, too. How many kids do you think actually ate lead paint chips? Seriously? It really smelled like shit. I don't know how you could eat it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand the kids that did that. Now they eat Tide Pods. Because <laughs> they smell better? Except those are really expensive. But they smell better. I don't know. Uh, but don't. don't I mean, I understand drinking like scope till you get drunk because that's just straight up alcohol or it used to be at least. Not that's what we used to do as kids. But nowadays, yeah, you couldn't do that shit nowadays. That was from that movie. What was that? That movie with the, the private school kids that got taken over by terrorists. What, drinking the scope? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. What movie was that? I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Someone gave me that movie. You know what I'm talking about. It was the gray, long gray, uh, I want to say like the long gray line or something like that. Or the, No, uh, no, no. Anyway. Yeah, it's the private school kids. And yeah, it's got and the, it gets taken over by terrorists and some shit in there, but they're drinking. No, they, the private school kids take it over. They take it over. Well, no. First, against the town I, because they're going to shut it down. And they were like, no, no, no. Any, so they stood the wall. I don't know. Anyway. Um. Well, I do. We do have turn off your alarm. Oh yeah, that's right. Douche. I have it over here. Anyway, um, real quick. One more. Nine well, seconds. Two more, actually, because there's there's one last one that's important. Okay. As inflation has come down, prices have come down, and as we're beginning to see the impact in people's pocketbooks of President Biden's leadership, at what? Where? In, my in your pocketbooks. Yes, Toy Soldiers. Thank you, Texas Travis. That's it. That's the one. No, no, That was no. the movie I was thinking of because they were drinking Scope. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that guy. There's no more money in my wallet. No? No, I opened my wallet the other day and like fucking mobs flew out of me. Are you? Are you well, that's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, I almost got hit in the head by being by one of them. Yeah. Wow. Little bastard came flying out at like a 90 miles an hour. Like I've been in there choking for like days, dude. Because there's no money. No money in there. You guys bought meat lately? Friendly PSA. This here is a chuck roast. This used to be just like not a luxury. Okay. This cut of meat two years ago was $15.99. Almost the exact same thing. Today. 2904. You want to tell me that this establishment is doing better for our country? You're out of your mind. You're not middle class. And you need to go freaking look at what you're buying because literally this hunk of meat is double the price. Double from two years ago. Yep. Told you. Yep. Once they found out how much you were willing to spend, they're not going to fucking. I'm telling you, they're not going to. They they don't care. They have so much money to spend. You remember that guy in the pink hat? Oh, yeah. He they he got, he got approached. This uh, and his we played it the other day. His um, the the, the his rant that went, went viral. viral yep. the, the rant he was going on about the, the price of everything. Yep. 
check this out. Somebody hit him up and uh, they want him to come back and work for them. This is wild. I just got a very interesting email. So for those of you who don't know, I am a critic of the current economy. And recently I've been posting my thoughts on the economy. And, you know, obviously it's not good. I'm not saying it's Trump's fault. I'm not saying it's Biden's fault. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault, but obviously Biden is president and the economy sucks. So, you know, naturally the blame lies on him. And some of these videos of me being extremely critical of the government have gone so viral that I was literally featured at 7 p.m. on primetime on Fox News the other night. And this morning I got an email from someone claiming to be from the Democratic Party. And they said, what would your rate be to post positive videos about Joe Biden? And I replied back, honestly, I know nothing about the economy. I don't pretend to know anything about the economy. And I know nothing about politics and I'd rather stay out of it. After all, I'm just a normal guy. I'm not a politician. I'm not a conservative or a liberal talking point. I'm just a normal person. So they responded back. We understand you're not a fan of the Democrat Party right now. How much would it cost? I was like, you know what? I wonder how bad they want me to post this. 50 grand. And they said yes. For those of you that don't know anything about social media, I have another account that's massive. And like for brand deals on my 3 million follower account, I get like five grand. They offer me 50 grand for a video on this account with only like 400,000 followers. I'm not going to lie. I was very, very tempted, but I didn't do it. There you go. Go ahead. One more time. Tell me there's not a deep state. He would have, he, they would have offered more. They would have, he could ask for more. He could ask for more. He could ask for like a couple mil. Yeah. Ask for 10 million. Yeah. Life changing amount. Life changing amount for you. What's a life changing amount for you? Don't tell me a hundred thousand. You could spend a hundred thousand in a day. Mm-hmm. No, I want life changing. Life changing means you'll never have to work again. What's a life changing amount? 10 million is mine. Simple. 10 million. That's what it would cost for me to pick up a firearm again for any government, for anybody other than my family or friends. That's how much it would cost. 10 million. It's a good price, I think. I think it's a good roundabout number. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. No. Tax-free, by the way. Yeah, no. Guarantee it would be. Anyway, we got to get out of here because I got to figure out what to make for dinner. We do. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. She'll be back at 08 tomorrow morning for the good book. And you can check out the lovely Liana at 9.05. Don't forget, replays start tonight. Yes, they do. So, so if you're driving or you're doing something or you missed the show, you want to check it out again. You're overseas. You can check out all three shows. One after another starting at 9 p.m. Yep. So, till then, uh, we'll check you guys out uh, tomorrow for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. And uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Can't depend on your ways.
Cause you'll be over-gitator I'm talking growing tomatoes yeah. Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate Over a six-foot grave Before I take a knee As our anthem play My hands on my heart I stand on what I say what I And my say. second amendment Handles what I can I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit I'm just saying There's the line Don't cross it I got a red rider gun When I was three So I don't Fuck around and find out. I love my country. Love 